right, we are going to go live. And I've, I've got to play the uh, intro here uh, as we wait for our guests to arrive. So let me throw in the intro. Veins. I've been driving this train Years in this lane, there's no stopping this flame Cause I came to the game and I changed it to play How I like rearranged it to my own domain Yeah, I got what it takes, made lots of mistakes Taking shots, skipping breaks, feeling lost, feeling great Popping off, singing straight, never stop, never changed All the squad here to play and I've got something to say, yeah I work hard each and every day I get lost in the words I say I don't push pause, no I push play I won't stop till I make a change I withdraw on the things I make I turn flaws into flawless traits I build tall, never trap in space I won't stop till I hear him say Again, I got tired eyes, need a cup of blend That's right, in the AM, that's my only friend No light, just the sun coming up on the All right, all right This is an amazing uh, show And this was a long-awaited show I have to say that um, the the Cobb's Capital uh, live streams have been some of the, the the more popular streams that we've had on this channel, and I'm really grateful for the insight that Days and Frank Cobb's have brought because it adds a different type of uh, I want to say flavor to the whole show because this channel is focused on accounting. So that's the primary focus on the channel accounting. And then we've moved into uh, conversations on the conversations on the metaverse. Uh, we've looked into NFTs. We've moved into crypto and really how all of this ties into business. And that, that's a through line with Cobb's Capital uh, because they have that experience with crypto and they also have that financial uh, management experience as well uh, when we talk about markets and investing as a whole. So, and, and I think from a research standpoint, as far as guidance on uh, investments, they have an approach that is cutting edge. So I think uh, these types of conversations are very important because they get us to start to think about different perspectives in the in, in the current financial environment to get us to think about the market in different ways, 
Um, they get us to think about our, our investments and our current situations and how we handle these things. And I think that's important to have different perspectives, different ideas, and more importantly, to hear conversations uh, from different points of view. The reason being, and, and my hope with the conversations, with this channel, with this content, is that it encourages you to do your own due diligence, do your own research, and it, it really is a way to uh, light that fire and to spark things up to get you interested in um, investing, investments, cryptocurrency, more importantly, accounting, and how all of this ties in. Because many times we think about really a lot, many times we focus on the negative side of things. And, and, and I, don't, I mean that in a good way. When I say we focus on some of the negative side of things, well, what if I lose money? What if this goes bad? What if something happens? And, and that is, and it's important to have those point of views and to think those thoughts. And it's also to think the opposite. Well, what if I learn something? What if I get something good out of this? What if it, it doesn't go bad? What if I don't lose money? And I think that by number one, hearing the conversations, talking to individuals who actually done these things who are experts in certain fields it can it can bring it closer to you and and meaning you're you're hearing you're understanding some of the challenges some of the pitfalls but also some of the good things you know um, so i do not claim to be an expert on cryptocurrency or nfts however have I minted an NFT? Yes. Have I purchased NFTs? Yes. Do I have I done uh, broadcasts and attended broadcasts? Done broadcasts in the metaverse? Yes. Have I gone to these uh, metaverse worlds like uh, we talk about uh, Decentraland or the Sandbox, etc. Have I gone to them? Have I taken part in them? Yes. Can I tell you how they are? Yes. So have those experiences. And if I can do that as an accounting professor, so can you. And I can tell you at least my experiences, which my hope is to get you to, to research and learn more about it and look into these different areas of the business environment. So I have to say of the business environment and to think about, you know, how that ties into you. You know, how, how is this relevant to your profession, your life? And is this something that you want to explore? And one important thing as an educator, I think it's very, very important that we, um, we uh, it's very important that we learn as much as possible and we get exposed to as much as possible because right now 
technology is moving so fast that it, it, it is difficult and challenging for, for us to, to catch up. We have to keep trying to catch up. So it makes it very challenging. All right. <laughs> we, we've got our guest. We got Frank Cobbs here. That's good. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully my camera's working there. It feels like I'm still glitching. I don't know. I was working on it earlier. I was trying to get it straight, and it looked like it was straight for a little bit. And then I joined up. I was like, oh, it is going back to not working. <laughs> no, it's, it's looking good. Great to have you here, man. Great to have you here. Oh, thank you. I, I, I was just saying that your visits have been some of the, the, the popular uh, uh, live streams that we have. Mm. on this channel definitely in the shorts so mm. definitely one of the top rankings so when i cut them up and put them on the shorts mm -hmm. definitely one of the top and 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 i was saying also it's important i i really appreciate having you here to have these conversations especially now yeah so really what right. i wanted to get you to talk about you know first of all introduce yourself well, for, go ahead and introduce yourself, but I wanted to get that financial. You and you've been really dropping some gems. I've been watching you too. You've been dropping some gems. <laughs> Thank so you. you know, when I tell you, we've been working hard. Ah, we we've been trying our best to put out some really valuable content for everybody. So yeah, you you have. So just, just tell tell us a little bit about. Give, give us uh, an intro, and then um, I, I've got a couple of questions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just one second. Sorry about this. All right. I think now we're good. So <clears throat> uh, my name is Frank, founder of Cobbs Capital. If you guys do not know, you can find us on Instagram on at Cobbs Cap or any other platform like YouTube at Cobbs Capital, pretty much anywhere else. Same with Twitter. And what we do is we educate about financial literacy, financial investment, and basically just figuring out a way to invest in either stocks, cryptocurrencies, and or NFTs to be able to acquire appreciating assets and also to, to just better your life in general. Now, me personally, I don't always, you know, trade or invest with cryptos and NFTs. I primarily focus on trading stocks and investing in stocks. That's how I got my start. That's how I really started to build up a little bit of wealth for myself. And that's how you know I came to the vision to kind of build up the company because I was like, okay, if I can do it, I know other people can do it too if they learn the right way. Because to be honest, a lot of the times when I was going through the different investing, you know, videos, books, whatever it might be, PDFs, they were boring. The people were boring. And I was like, okay, if we could figure out a way to merge, you know, the entertainment side, not too entertaining, of course, like, you know, it can't just be all laughs and, you know, giggles, but figure out a way to merge the entertainment with the actual educational side. There's a lot more people that would be willing to learn about investment and just better their lives in general. So that's how we kind of came up with the idea of Cops Capital. Unfortunately, my partner, Deza, is not here today, but he also is the other part of Cops Capital, and he focuses primarily on the NFT and cryptocurrency side of it. Not to say that we don't both intertwine and everything. It's just he's more of the expert in those areas, and I'm more of the experts in the stock markets, general, traditional investing, while he does more of the newer cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and stuff like that. So that is who I am, like I said, focused on just building up and helping everybody to learn more about investing, trading, whatever it might be with the, within the stock markets. And yeah, so... Yeah, and I've got to say, watching your content, you do a great job of making things very digestible. <laughs> in other words, you, you, you break it down in a, in a good way. And I think that's important 
And it's important for a couple of reasons, especially here in this platform, because the majority mm -hmm. of the viewers are students. So yeah, we got a lot yeah, of students definitely. who watch. And, and I'm mindful of that. And, and this is where this question comes in, because mm -hmm. we hear about the recession. We hear about the stock market, bear market. Can, can you talk about what's going on, your assessment on that, mm -hmm. what's happening right now? I would say the overarching theme uh, to definitely look into is one, I would say to anybody who has been out here hearing the news, hearing what's going on and they're making their own speculations, listen to the experts, not to say experts are always right, but the experts are going to know what they're talking about. What I mean by this is when they say that, yes, we're in a recession, we've been experiencing, you know, crazy inflation, for instance, these are the highest, like when the feds raise the interest rates, Oh, they, if I'm not mistaken, it was the highest since 1994. So as inflation increases, as everything sort of, I don't want to say go into term, uh, goes into turmoil, but as everything kind of gets worse, we are definitely going into a recession. Now, a lot of people might say, oh, you know, it's not really a recession. It's not that bad because the stock market is, you know, generally doing okay. Of course, you know, it's down from all-time highs and even yearly highs, but still everything's looking okay. Even the housing market hasn't crashed yet, so to speak. But still, we are headed into a recession. Now, what I will say about that, too, like I said, listen to the experts because they are you know, generally going to stick to the statistics. They're going to tell you the truth about where everything is going with the economy, where everything is going with inflation, everything else. And honestly, you can just look around us, whether it's the gas prices, whether it's the groceries, everything is just becoming more, more, more expensive, even, you know, if you look at rent and just in general, everything else. And one other thing, too, I would mention as well. <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, when you're looking at the stock market, right? Well, of course, a lot of people say, okay, well, you know, it might not be a recession. It might be a recession. Well, you have to think when it comes to a recession, a lot of the times it's when you're pulling back, not necessarily, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20%. A lot of the stock market, and I'm not talking about just penny or penny stocks, speculative stocks, anything like that. I'm talking about major blue chip stocks. If it comes to like, you know, SPY, S&P 500, whether it comes to, you know, the QQQ, like major tech stocks like Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a lot of these are 30, 40 even all the way up to 70% off of yearly and all-time highs. And honestly, if you're looking at that with the stock markets, that means that we're currently in a recession, even though a lot of people might not want to admit it or accept that, that is true. So it is true what the, uh, you know, the experts are saying. And another thing on top of what the experts are saying, some of them are very doom and gloom from what I've seen. Some say, oh, we're headed into a depression. Some say, oh, it's going to get much worse. Yes, do I believe it's going to get much worse for sure? Because a lot of what we're doing right now is not really helping, you know, everything going on with the economy. A lot of people, you know, they don't necessarily have stable job situations or they don't, you know, have jobs that are going to be prolonged into the next year, next two, next five years. And also even away from that, everything going on with Ukraine and Russia, that is also going to kind of constrict everything going on with our prices. But again, I've told many people this, you know, when you hear certain experts talking about, hey, we're going to head into a depression, et cetera, et cetera. That's more of a headline, you know, type of, you know, clickbait thing, because a lot of the times these headlines, they will sell a lot more. They'll get a lot more views. Now, again, if you look at the reality, yes, we are in a recession. If you hear like the Fed, they'll say, oh, we're not in a recession. Like they say it all the time. We're not in a recession. The stock market's fine. We're doing well. That is not the case. You could just look around. It is not fine. It is not OK. But there are ways to make money during these times. And, you know, that's kind of where I help out with the people. But still. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some interesting times we're living in. I could say that for sure. <laughs> well, and you you work with, you know, your COPS Capital, you, 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 you focus on stocks, these investments. What, you know, 
what should someone think because I may have, for example, a, a college student mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they may be interested in investing, but they yep. see all of these things that are happening. Uh, and what I mean by that is they may have the Robinhood app or some other mm -hmm. type of app where they can, can, can you know, put, put some money and in, into the stock market, but they may be nervous. Is that warranted? What, what you know, if, if you were one of their buddies, what, what would you say? I have three tips, but I'm going to start with this. The first thing I'm going to say is if you're a beginner investor, now, of course, I'm not a beginner anymore, but if you're a beginner investor, anytime when you see the markets are down, they're red, you know, even if you look away from the stock market at cryptocurrency, et cetera, it's always going to be, Okay, there's a lot of doom and gloom. There's a lot of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the space. Also, too, there's going to be a lot of people saying, hey, sell your assets. This is not a good time to buy. This is a terrible time. We're just losing value day in, day out. The markets are red. Everybody has said this. Now, away from this, if you look at investors who have not just gotten into the space you know, recently, who have been into the space for a while, these market downtrends, because markets are very cyclical, they move up, they move down. Now, granted, this is more of a more severe downtrend than usual, but Markets will move up. They will move down. That's just how it happens. Usually when it comes to these types of cycles where we are headed towards the bottom and we are headed into a downtrend, these are some of the greatest buying opportunities. So these are some of the times I know it sounds very weird when you hear, hey, you know, the stock is, you know, stock markets are losing value every day, cryptocurrency, everything else. You know, it sounds weird to say, yes, they are losing a lot of value. But in truth, this is one of the better or even the best times to invest. I can't say it's the best because you'd have to compare it to so many years of data, but definitely one of the better times to invest because it's better to buy when very great appreciating assets are heavily or you know heavily discounted even minimally discounted and you can buy them at these lows and then of course you know if they are actual valuable assets then over the years they will return to their yearly all-time highs and then hopefully what we like to see is that they increase or you know make gains above those yearly or all-time highs so that means that you're actually getting way more for your money buying in now than you would if you were to say wait for later because i've seen a lot of people say hey just wait for later until the markets you know turn good again they get you know back into a bullish trend and everything starts to going up well yeah that's a great theory because that means that okay now you're getting in with the momentum has shifted but at the same time too you're missing out on some of the best opportunities you're missing out on discount sales clearance sales fire sales whatever you want to call it so that's one thing i would say now the three tips i would say first thing of course if you're a college student or even if you're just a beginner investor, I would say look to increase your earning potential. The reason I say look to increase your earning potential is one, because inflation is going to affect the value of our money, regardless of if you're an investor or not. So if we're investing into assets, if we have a job where we're getting paid, we can see it every time we go to the grocery store, like I said, going to buy gas, whatever it might be, everything's getting more expensive. So if you don't have, let's say, for instance, you already don't have enough money, like I want to say enough, but let's say you don't have the most money in the world to invest you're going to have even less if the inflation gets worse and worse and worse. And ideally, you want to be able to have a little bit extra cash to set aside so that you can invest. But if you can invest, then what's that? What's going to happen? You're probably going to just save that money, put it into your bills, put it to your rent, whatever it might be. So you're not even going to invest. So one, increase your earning potential so that you can earn more money and set a, bit, set a little bit more money aside to be able to invest. Now, the second thing I would say away from, you know, just kind of increasing your earning potential is actually educating yourself. A lot of the people, what they like to do and what I've actually seen, over, I would say the last month or so a lot of people just go based off of tips that random people say those 
They'll say, hey, buy this cryptocurrency or, hey, get into this stock or whatever it might be. And of course, this happens all the time. But as we've you know, kind of hit inflation and people are getting a little bit more desperate in, in terms of trying to make more money, a lot of them are really trying to figure out, OK, what can make me rich overnight? What can you know make me rich within the next week or what can make me a lot of money soon? And honestly, I mean, personally, I can't think of any investment that's going to make that happen overnight or over the week. But a lot of people don't need to be listening to these people. And instead, they need to be just educating themselves on traditional forms of investing. So how much did you save from each paycheck that you should be paying yourself back? How much did you be putting into the markets? How much did you be allocating to, let's say, for instance, passively, you know, passively paying assets such as dividend uh, stocks or something that will pay you passively versus, uh, you know, something like uh, learning a skill that might actively pay you away from, you know, your current job, things like that. And Again, if you're educating yourself on just traditional investing and just investing overall, you're going to be far better off because now you're able to navigate during the worst of times. So that means when the best of times or better times come, well, you're going to be, you know, just riding just smooth sailing, riding easy, you know, everything's going to be nice. So I would say definitely the second tip for, you know, anybody else or just beginner investors, college students, definitely learn to educate yourself. And then the third and final thing, let's say you've surpassed these two steps and you've gone past them. The third and final thing is just accumulate as many appreciating assets as you can. I don't want to just say, hey, only look into the stock markets. Hey, only look into the cryptocurrency. Hey, only look into NFTs because there's so many valuable options out there that are going to be able to pay you over time and not only pay over time they're going to be able to increase and appreciate even you know while our dollar fluctuates or whatever currency you use fluctuates and as you're increasing your you know ability to you know buy all these different assets the more assets that you have that's just going to be better off for you in the future because like i said again going back to the beginning if you're buying these assets at heavily discounted prices well let's say they go back to their initial value now you have double the money you probably put in or you know two times three times four times however much i don't know but you know you just have more money than you put in and also too you're able to sell these assets trade these assets you're able to put them into other vehicles that are allowing you to be able to make more money in the long run and honestly at the end of the day i like teaching people about just how you'd be able to slowly build yourself up you know into a way of being able to have you know consistent wealth over time or over a long you know traditional period of time whether it's one generation two generations etc so yeah those are my three steps like i said and and those were some gems and i just want to hone in on on well on really the 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 look at it from a high level and then on that second thing you mentioned about uh investing in yourself I, that mm -hmm. i i remember i watched an interview with warren buffett mm -hmm. And they asked him, what is the best investment? They said, the best investment is invest in yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so, but we don't hear that. Why, why do you think we don't hear that very often? We don't, I say we live, okay, I can't say in the past, but in uh -huh. today's society, we pretty much live in a microwave society, meaning, you know, it has to be quick, it has to be fast, everything has to be happening, you know, almost immediately. And for a lot of people, if you were to say invest in yourself, well, then that, you know, kind of feeds into the, okay, now you have to spend hours, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours, depending who you are, into developing a craft, developing a trade. This means that you have to actually go out, do the hard work, get to put in the sweat equity to be able to build up your business, be able to build up yourself, to be able to build up your skills, to attain a higher level job, to attain, you know, whatever you're looking for out of life. And there's a lot of these different things, you know, it doesn't just have to be those two, it'd be, you know, reading books, it could be, let's say even away from investing, it'd be working out so many different things that could actually better your life. And when you start getting to investing in yourself, a lot of people are like, yeah, I can invest in myself, 
but that's going to take a lot of time and I don't necessarily want to put in that time. So what do I want to do? I want to either a look for some quick, easy way out, which a lot of people love because like, okay, if I can find a quick way to make money, I can find a quick way to better myself. I'm going to do that. Or B I could pay someone else to do it really quickly for me. And that's what they do. And a lot of times it doesn't turn out to be the way that, you know, that it turned out for them. And that's, you know, honestly, like I said, investing in yourself is the best thing that you can do because once you actually start to invest in yourself, then, it doesn't matter what times, you know, let's say, for instance, right, a lot of people, like I said, they want to figure out a quick way, you know, to get rich, to get, you know, fast money, et cetera, et cetera. So let's say with it, uh, with investing, they may take, you know, some very speculative uh, options, uh, stock options, uh, trades. They may take some really speculative crypto trades, et cetera, et cetera, lose a lot of money in the process. Now, on the other side, they could gain a lot of money very quickly, but at the same time, too. There's no process behind, okay, how did I gain this, right? Because if you're gaining that much money fast or even losing that money that fast, all you're going to know is I love it, I hate it, and there's no reasoning behind it. Versus if you actually put in the time and effort to be able to learn that skill, to trade, to learn to invest, to learn about, okay, how do I read the different white papers about the blockchains, about the companies, or even to stocks, how do I read the um, the different uh, stock company reports? How do I actually learn how to options trade, et cetera? How do I read the technical charts and analyses? Well, if you actually learn how to do that, Regardless of if we're in a recession, if we're in an economic boom, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. We're always going to have those skills to go on with us. But a lot of people, like I said, they don't want to actually put the effort in to be able to build those skills up because it just takes too much time in this society. And honestly, I can't really say I fault them. Me personally, I'm not someone like that, but I can't fault them because if you go onto Instagram or any social media almost every time, not for everybody, of course, everybody's algorithm is different. But a lot of the time you see, you see guys flashing money, guys with cars, uh, women the nicest bags, nicest houses, you know, going on wildest vacations of your dreams. And they're saying, Hey, I got it easy. And a lot of times, you know, they're looking at them like, okay, this is the end product. And to them, it seems like they got it fast, but they're probably not telling the followers. Yeah. I put years of work into getting to this level. I'm not saying some of them didn't get it quickly, but a lot of them, Hey, I put years of work getting to this level. I put years of investment into myself. And that's just really not what people want to hear. And honestly, too, I was speaking with Daisy with this earlier. This just goes back to in general content. It's funny because when we put out our content, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise, but a lot of the valuable, like when we talk about investing, like whether it's just general investing knowledge, how to trade, how to invest, anything with cryptocurrency or NFTs, these videos actually perform for us a lot worse than the other videos where we might just, you know, be capitalizing off of a trend and, you know, doing something funny or, you know, a quick joke or something like that. Because like I said, people, you know, they like the quick, the quick, the quick, uh, you know, the quick entertainment, they want the quick knowledge. If it comes to, you know, actual valuable content now, it's like, well, now I have to sit here, watch it, understand it, read it. I don't really want to do that. So what do they do? Swipe away. And, you know, that's just kind of the society we're in at this moment. So, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and that's interesting. So, and, and you know, I'm, I'm glad. Like I said, you're you, you're you're dropping gems because I and, and that's very important, especially the education and and mm -hmm. looking at it from the side of investing in yourself. So if you want to 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 trade, you want to whatever, learn about it. Mm -hmm. Spend some money, some sweat equity into Absolutely. learning about it, understanding it and then move forward with it mm -hmm. or you can decide you don't even want to deal with it i think that's that's another uh, option because yeah. you you find out hey i don't this isn't i'm not interested in this i'd mm -hmm. rather do mm -hmm. something that maybe it's real estate learn about real estate Definitely. you know so investing in yourself i think that is very important i'm glad that you said mm -hmm. that the other thing it is 
what I'm getting from this, when you mentioned about investing, you talked about the buy low, you know, the appreciation, buy low, sell high, but you did mention this isn't a quick fix. Mm, so this is absolutely. something that's going to take some time. Yeah. So in, in your assessment, if someone is thinking about uh, investing, what, what, what should be the time frame or what, what kind of range should they think about? I would say a couple of things. And actually, before I get into this, I actually just wanted to say one last thing. Sure. Um, when it comes to investing in yourself as well, I just wanted to add this. When it comes to investing in yourself, like I said, a lot of the people are going to say, you know, hey, it takes too much time to learn. Hey, I don't really you know, want to do this, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, I've encountered more than enough people who are like, well, why would I pay you for this? And not just not just saying me in personal, but just in general, why would I pay an expert, you know, to help me do this, learn this skill, learn this service, whatever that could actually better my life when I can learn it myself. And again, like I said, this goes back to the whole, okay, well, they just want a quick fix because, you know, at the end of the day, it's smart, at least in my mind. And I think to a lot of different entrepreneurs who are successful or anybody who's been at any level who have built a business, who have built themselves up to a level of, you know, very great success. They've said, okay, well, you know, there's no problem to pay someone else to be able to learn this from them, whether it be a mentor, whether it be an expert, because I know that they've been through all the struggles I have. I can look at them throughout their entire journey. They can explain this is where I went wrong. This is where I went wrong. And now I can actually overcome these without having to actually experience that myself. And I think a lot of people miss out on that because they say oh well i don't want to pay for this i'll go to youtube and some of them do go to youtube more often than not they don't go to youtube or wherever they say they're going to go and learn it so i just wanted to add that real quick because a lot of people don't realize that really you know you should want like okay yeah if you can afford it that's a different thing but if you could afford someone to help you out whether it's an mentor expert whatever they're charging whether it's a couple hundred, a couple thousand, whatever it is that fits in your budget, why not do it? Because it's going to get you quicker to your you know, end goal than just trying to figure it out yourself, which at the end of the day, time is the most precious thing we have. So if you're spending hundreds of hours on something that you could have paid someone and done in a couple, you know, maybe 10, 20 hours, why not do that? That's going to save you time, save you heartache, save you so much effort. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> anyway. No, but, no, no I, want, I want to add it. That was a great point because in when you, when you talk about business, there's something called the cost of trial and error. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, definitely you, you're going to pay one way. So when you talk about that time, yeah. you, you're right. You can't give back the time and you're going to make mistakes. So, mm -hmm. and those mistakes will cost you in your time and in, or, or money, which is really, you can, you can tie them together, right? Yeah, Cause you, you can't get back time. So, so, you're mitigating, we call that in business, you're mitigating that, that trial and error cost by you know, get, getting information. Another mm -hmm. thing I was gonna point out, because that was a good point, in strategy, they have, uh, there's two uh, terms. So there's uh, forecasting. So, so mm -hmm. forecasting is the uh, quantitative side. So you do the, you run the numbers. Right. And then you have something called foresight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that foresight is the qualitative because in business. So this ties into what you were saying. In, you can run the numbers. But there's other unforeseen things that can happen in the business mm -hmm. that that are not reflected in just the base numbers. Yep. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. and foresight is not 
for, you know, you're not looking into the future or anything, but what you're doing is if you're a business, you get experts to, I mean, there's a couple of ways. There's the Delphi method, brainstorm, you know, there's different ways of doing it, but you get people together to talk about the scenarios. What happens if the, the, the market crashes or what happens yeah. if COVID, how will this affect our business? What will we do? But you pay people in many of those cases to, to go through those scenarios so you're prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So that Absolutely. I think that that was that was excellent, very excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so so what about the time frame? The time so frame. the time frame, yeah. Uh, back to the time frame for investing. Um, honestly, there's two only there's only two factors I'll consider. One, how much money do you make, and or can you allocate towards your investing? Because let's say, for instance, right, a lot of the people who join up in Cops Capital. For the most part, I mean, I've had a couple, you know, let's say six figure people come into the group and they're just looking to get into the seven figure area. But a lot of the people they're starting with, let's say, for instance, a thousand dollars or less, you know, like not not necessarily like, oh, I want to get rich overnight. But they're trying to figure out, OK, how can I make trading a sustainable you know, income source, let's say, for instance, across from you know my current job. So as a side hustle, quote unquote, even though it's not necessarily a side hustle because of all the time you have to allocate to it. But let's say they say, OK, I come in with that much money. Well, if let's say, you know, you know that you don't have so much money to allocate towards investing in general. Well, I would say you should probably be looking at a three to five year timeline. And I don't mean to get rich. I just mean to be able to, you know, kind of sustain yourself month to month to be able to maybe you can buy extra groceries. Maybe you can start buying, uh, excuse me, not, not buying, but maybe you can uh, afford uh, rent and you can start paying your rent with, you know, whatever you're doing with your investments. Maybe you start using that passive income to kind of buy other assets. A lot of people, you know, for instance, they might buy a car and put that car up on Turo so they can rent it out. A lot of people might get into Airbnb investing so that they can actually rent out these different Airbnbs and build up their wealth that way. So, a lot of the people I would say, if you are getting into investing and let's say you're starting with a minimal amount of cash, I would say use a three to five year timeline. Now, for me, this timeline was about a year. Granted, the markets were much better when I started investing. Now you're in a recession and granted, it might be a recession. I will say this. This is the absolute best time to invest. And I don't mean just from the actual discounted area. The best time to learn to invest is when the absolute worst thing is happening in the markets just because you're able to learn all the lessons. You're able to see, okay, this is how bad everything is. This is what the worst thing, you know, can happen. Not saying, you know, this is the worst because there has been a lot worse, but you're just able to see everything that can go wrong in the market and you're able to navigate it so that you can get better. Because at the end of the day, let's say, you know, for instance, two years ago, right? Or not even two years, let's say 2021. 2021, at least for me, Everybody I saw on my timeline was a stock trader, options trader. Everybody was making money. Markets were booming. That's just because the markets were extremely bullish. And honestly, you know, I don't blame them because it was such an easy time. If you had a little bit of money to just make more money out of that, because the stock markets were continually going up. S and P five hundred hitting record highs. Q's hitting record highs. Nasdaq, Dow Jones, everything hitting record highs. But the downside to that is. Everything is constantly hitting highs. You don't learn to trade. All you do is or invest even in general. You just learn to put your money in and it's going higher. There's no, oh, well, if it goes down, what do I do? However, once the market started going down and, you know, we get into times like these, a lot of the people who I said or who I saw, you know, who became options traders, just general stock investors or investors in the markets all across the board in general, a lot of them just kind of disappeared. The social media presence just kind of disappeared because at the end of the day, it was just them putting money into the markets while it's going up. Whereas now, 
if a lot of people are learning to invest, granted, like I said, it's not going to be the best time because you're probably going to lose money more often than not, but you're able to learn the hard lessons that you're not going to learn when the markets are always going up. You're going to be able to see, okay, this is how you navigate when the markets are down. This is how you navigate a bear market or recession. This is how you are able to protect your uh, assets when everything is in a decline. And that's one of the best things you can do because if you learn this now, well, when the times get great, it's just going to be easy. You know, it's going to be easy living. You're going to be able to just know how to navigate the better markets because it's like, okay, wow, this is much easier than what I'm used to. And if it goes back to the, you know, traditional way that I was used to where it's just bad all the time, okay, then, you know, I know how to navigate these two versus only knowing how to, you know, navigate and make money while everything's, you know, easy, always going up and then not knowing what to do while everything's going down. I've seen people, like I said, I've seen people post on Instagram, like there's, uh, I forget his name, but there's one guy I watch on uh, Instagram. It's kind of funny, but he just always like, I even I even reached out to him. I was like, you know, hey, man, I see, you know what you're doing. I'll offer you like, you know, free like you don't have to pay me. Like, I'll just help you out for free because I do. I just genuinely want to help you. But it was just like every day he was posting because I think I guess in the bull market, he was just doing great. Like every day, thousand dollars here, ten thousand dollars there, whatever. And just every day he posts now, just his portfolio is losing thousand dollars here, five thousand there, just always down, always down. It's like this is an example of people who got into the markets when it was bullish and they could have just thrown money at anything and it went up. And now the market's going down. You don't know how to navigate. You don't know how to trade. You don't know how to invest properly. You don't know how to actually do any proper risk management. And, you know, you're just losing money constantly. And I've seen that story way too many times. So for people who are small, starting out, excuse me, with smaller accounts or just smaller values uh, to go into investing or to go into any type of trading, I would say look to, you know, at least have a timeline of three to five years, because right now I can't tell you when the recession is going to end. I can't tell you when everything is going to get better, but you do need to have like somewhat of a small to midterm type of timeline to be able to say, okay, I can accumulate just a little bit of wealth to be able to better my situation. Now, if you're talking about getting wealthy, like wealthy, wealthy, I would say maybe let's say for instance, top 1% in the U.S. makes over six figures, et cetera, 60, uh, six figures. Um, I wouldn't say seven figures. That's, you know, 0.001%, but let's say you want to get into six figures. I would say then start looking into the seven to 10 year range because a lot of like, a, like I said, a lot of the investments you're currently seeing now, these are heavily and severely discounted. So like I said, if you go back to the increasing your earning potential, educating yourself and actually allocating your money, whatever you can put aside into appreciating assets. Well, if you're buying a lot of these stocks on the dips or if you're buying any assets on the dips, whether it be cryptocurrency, NFTs, anything else, even into real estate, even though it hasn't did that much. Well, when it comes two, three, four or five years from now, when everything starts to pick back up into a bullish manner, you're going to be making a lot of money. So again, have a much larger time frame and time set, because when you look at everything going on now, it might seem like everything's happening day to day. And again, we live in a microwave society where it seems like we're just getting slammed with news all the time. But the reality is this is a large scale movement. Like I said, markets move in cycles. So if they go down, they're bound to come up. I can't say they're coming up tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, but eventually they will return up. All you have to do is just, uh, excuse me, all you have to do is just continually accumulate because at the end of the day, time in the markets, how much time you spent accumulating your assets, how much time you spent educating yourself, how much time you actually spent setting aside money to be able to invest time in the markets is going to be time trying to time the markets or just time to time the markets in general. So again, time in the markets beats timing the markets because you can never really time the markets. So yeah. See, see more gems. And I, I think some people are going to get hurt listening to this because you were saying, you know, to build wealth is, you know, the seven year longer time frame. And you're right. You, we're, we're really, we're inundated with Mm -hmm. You do this program, you, you start this business, you do this, 
you know, you, you can make so much money and we don't see that it takes time and it takes yeah. work. And I think you, you talked about learning. I, I like what you said, when it's down, you're learning how things are when it's mm-hmm. bad, which will yep. help you when it's good. <laughs> I thought that exactly. was really great. Yeah. And also one final thing is just, like I said, and I'll specifically talk about stocks right now. I'm not going to just get into cryptocurrency or anything, but even just with stocks, a lot of people who like, and I know it's like, I have, I'll have beginners come to me and some of the first things they'll say is, Hey Frank, how can I make $10,000 by next week? I have $500 and I'm just looking like, okay, you probably have seen someone's page where they had a ridiculous trade and it went up like a thousand, two thousand percent. And you know, it was just super lucky. Or you saw someone else who maybe had a hundred thousand dollars and they made a thousand dollars, which off of that amount is not that hard to do. But at the end of the day, it's just like, we get this convoluted sense of how much you can actually make. Again, this is speaking solely for the stock markets, uh, based off of just what people post all the, uh, all the time, because they don't actually give the value behind, okay, what did I actually do to get here? Or what did I actually do to make this money? And a lot of people who are beginners, they see this and say, okay, well, if he did it, I got, you know, like, like I said, I have $500. I have a hundred dollars. I have $2. I can make a thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars tomorrow, and it's like that's not really the case because again, you have to have a longer term time frame, especially when you're starting with a small amount. Me personally, I started my investment journey with seven hundred dollars, and granted, that might be more than what some people had, but still, seven hundred dollars in the grand scope of things is really not that much money because if I lost it, I would have been able to recover that. Let's say, for instance, within a month, maybe two months. It does, you know, it depends. But still, if you start with a smaller amount. It's not going to be, hey, I'm getting rich quick overnight. I did not go into my investment journey thinking, hey, I'm turning my 700 into 700,000 by tomorrow. I was like, okay, we're going to take it slow. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to learn all the way. I lost money along the way. I made money along the way. Uh, you know, the overall journey has been great to me, but still, it's just, you know, you have to have a longer term time frame because if you're just trying to get everything overnight, more often than not, you're going to rush yourself. You're always going to have some type of pressure where it's like, okay, I need to do this now. I need to do this here. I need to do this there. And it's not going to be beneficial to the overall plan and just in general, overall of you getting wealthy. And you're honestly just dis- doing a disservice to yourself if you're just kind of looking too short term, like, oh, I'm getting rich overnight. So, yeah, again, to all my beginners out there, just have that longer term time frame. If you have a little bit less money, you know, you're just trying to, let's say, for instance, sustain yourself alongside whatever you're working three to five years. But if you're actually trying to, you know, build a good amount of wealth, like I said, six figures within the stock market, if you really learn, I don't mean, you know, just, hey, I read, a, or excuse me, not read, but hey, I watched a couple of YouTube videos. If you really learn and even away from stock markets with cryptocurrency, whatever, if you really learn seven to 10 years, you should really be able to, you know, build up something very nice for yourself. I don't see how that it would not be possible. So, yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it here. I want to be respectful of your time and, and I want to end it on the, on the, the best gems. Okay. <laughs> you know, this, this, this was, this is really good. So just uh, to let everybody know, how can they reach you? How they can they connect with you? Um, yeah. Uh, so you can either find us on YouTube at Cops Capital. However, we are heavily focused on just putting content on out on Instagram and other short form uh, platforms like this for now. So you can find me, as my name says in the title, at It's Frank Cobbs or at Cobbs Cap, C-O-B-B-S-C-A-P. And you will be able to see a lot of our content. And, you know, we are not, you know, just so big and just so busy where we won't be able to answer you. So whether you DM me, whether you DM my partner, even the business, someone will reach out to you, you know, within the same day 
today or within the next couple of days, no problems, quite easy. And yeah, like I said, we're here to help everybody. Honestly, we just want people to learn that it is possible to build your wealth by investing. It is possible to build your wealth within the stock markets, with NFTs, with cryptocurrency. So any questions that you do uh, that you guys do have, please do ask. You know, if you have trouble, you know, navigating this recession right now, if you want to figure out what to do, how you can do it, we're here for you. So, yep. Yes, thank you so much. And, and those watching, uh, you know, live, watching the, the, the uh, replay, make sure to reach out to them and connect, subscribe, follow. I mean, really, they, they have a wealth of knowledge and they, they really, really come with the gems, as they say. <laughs> as they say. But no, it, it's, and it's important to have that because, again, I like it. we're inundated with, like you said, this microwave culture. Yep. And some people would initially, I, I, I will probably uh, guess some people listening, they'd be like, wait a minute. And I'm glad that they may say, wait a minute, he's saying seven to 10, but I just saw someone make $100,000 in two days. But that'll get <laughs> yeah. someone to start thinking. And I think that's the important thing. And they and and hopefully it'll get someone to invest in themselves to learn more about what's going on. So so I really appreciate having you here. Appreciate what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Uh, keep pushing. And I, I can't wait to have you back again. You oh, and Dave. We'll be back. We'll be back very soon too. We'll be back very soon too. So definitely appreciate you having us, Professor. So awesome. Thank you so much.